passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool while I've got the mood. That really move I said chill Up and down this fine I'm just a sexy boy Sexy boy I'm not your boy toy I'm just a sexy boy I don't know how I'm not your boy toy Kush talked me into this being our theme song movie, uh, music, but it is. It's just Anytime the way you hear that, man, you know it's Clement Kush. It's just the way things have always been, I, I think. He's a fuck boy. Hey, if we could get one of... He's just a fuck boy. Fuck boy. I'm not your fuck boy. Fuck boy. You know, we got... Parody writers, maybe we can have them redo it and instead of sexy boy, say fuck boy. Oh, I know you got Dark Matt Steve, John from Naples. There's somebody else I'm forgetting that used uh, to do it all Dark the time. Matt, let me see. Uh, Carlos Mandingo the third. Oh, Mandingo, yeah. He was very good. No, hold on. We were supposed to I don't know if you're if if, if you're listening to this on, on the Thursday that it's available, but I gotta get a hold of Lummy because I thought the last the last show of the year was gonna be a parody song. Bonanza? Yeah, well, no, like a competition. Oh, well, <laughs> like that would have to be tomorrow, they, right? They, yeah, <laughs> they each they each submit five songs, and then we have parody song of the year and then parody artist of the year that we give an award away at BARP. That, okay. That, well, it doesn't seem like the first half of that's going to come together by tomorrow. Lum Lum, you already got him moving tables and chairs and all yeah, sorts Lummy's of stuff around all kinds. You know, he's the lifter of all heavy shit. Isn't he the most lovable guy ever? Of course. I love Lummy. How has he... How has he worked his way up monetarily from the last time I was here? Um, he seems I, like he's got to be in a pretty good, you know, pay zone well, for his, what he's doing. His wife makes like a hundred k. So you're, you to hold that against them? Well, no, but like I mean, you know, like you know, if she didn't make what she made, right? He probably couldn't have this job. Of course, okay. Because <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, listen, this job probably pays competitively within the Tampa market for part timers. You know, I'm thinking, I don't know. It pays more than what other places pay part-timers. I mean, if, you, if you were a co-host and you made, let's just say, between 30 and 40 grand, which is, I think, about what everybody makes around here. <laughs> um, you know, I think, you know, like, let's say high 30s. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I, listen, I'm the boss. I don't give a fuck. I pay almost everybody the same around here. And if you're making, you know, high 30s in uh, Tampa, um, <clears throat> I mean, and you're still on the radio... You're doing and, great, and, and and you and you don't have to really deal with the corporate radio bullshit that this place does not throw to you, and it's as like I mean I don't know of a lot of Tampa people that are making that are fucking killing it as co-hosts, right? Uh, I mean it's tough to even just think about people that are still on the radio, Bubba. Uh, but no, from my knowledge of just being at iHeart. Uh, great company, great experience. Uh, yeah, I love. I'm trying to get back. Yeah, no, they're great over there. Just you know, certain positions are just not in their payroll, and one of them is producers because at least they have three live shows on the sports station. Like Tommy Chuck told me, he's like, we decided we were gonna have three local shows, so now because we have three instead of two, we can't pay our producers. And I was like, I totally get it. So now you're just going to be like a 15-hour schlep boy that gets, you know, four and a half or five hours of uh, of pay a day, and that's all you're getting. From here or fr- from- No, from there. Yes, yes. <clears throat> that's what they're, that's what all their board op slash producers of sport, of, of, of live programming is getting. There's, yes, there's one, there's one salary 
or one hourly wage if you are a producer at that station. All right, so let's let's go through let's go through. I mean, this is a little inside baseball, but you know, Tampa is one of our most downloaded markets, as you know. I know for, you, yeah. yeah. So we can I get, check all the stats, we, Spongeo. We can get a little Tampa specific. So let's say that you're the morning show over there, AJ and Crash and AJ. Yeah. Do you get a producer, or are you t- are you supposed to do it on your own? They have a producer. Uh, one. Yes. One. Scotty. One. Yes. All right. So the the morning show consists of three payrolls. Yes. What what do you just off the top of your mind head, what do you think Crash and AJ make? I'm saying maybe fifty a person. Okay. This is tough, Sponge, because Cra- We're breaking it down. Well, I'm just gonna, you know, Crash has been with the company for an eternity. That does not mean shit nowadays. They'll tell you take they give uh, iHeart, Cox, Beasley, Audacity, uh, and, 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 and Odyssey, uh, yeah, uh, Odyssey, uh, Cumulus. They they ask 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 Mason Dixon. They tell you here's what we're paying you. I don't care if you've been with us for thirty years and you, you and you're making eighty grand now. You we're we'll pay you forty five. Take it or leave it, and 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 and, and I, I don't know if you know like loyalty and how long you've been there means shit. Well, to, it just to me it means that you've been there long enough to accumulate a bunch of raises. Now, obviously, no, that th- stops th- at a certain point. No, it starts going the other way. I mean, well, that's how it went for me. Well, now, but here, here's how it goes now. Now they have the real estate you need to be able to, you know, st- say that you're still on the radio and make a living. You've not established any digital uh, presence at all that makes any money. Chances are you don't own your own content. You might not be able to repurpose that. You have zero following when it comes to where you can make your money, the kick. The Rumble, the YouTube. I like the Crash, pro- by the way. He's a great guy. No, I, listen, I'm not. I'm not talking bad about anybody. I was I'm in Ireland with them. Th- he got me weed, but but he got me weed in Ireland. I mean, that's a dude. Listen, listen to me. I'm just telling you how the business is. Going. I know. Oh no. So, <laughs> so so they're gonna go to they go to a Crash who might have been making eighty, might have been making a hundred, might have been making eighty, and says, "Hey, Crash, if you want to be the Morning Man on ninety eight Rock, the job pays fifty five. Oh, but I used to make nine. We don't give a fuck what you used to make. The new deal is 50, 55, three-year deal, a buck 50. You take it or leave it. Hey, AJ, I don't care. We don't give a fuck how long you've been around. And so you've not established anything. You've not established a monetizing. You've not established any way to monetize your content other than the, the, the radio program that you do for iHeart. Chances are you don't own that content. You can't redistribute with that. They do through their, you know, apps and things like that through their, uh, you know, <clears throat> big, they have a huge app. Bubba, a lot of people at radio, though, they're only thinking about, you know, how they can do things for their company. You know, I know a lot, you know, I think a lot of people are like, okay, what happens if this falls apart? What's my, you know, backup plan here? Do I need to start, you know, start my own podcast so, you know, iHeart doesn't own it? But I think a lot of people that feel like they've been, especially at a company for a long time, I think they're looking to see what else they can add to the company and not what can I do to make sure that I'm stronger well, on my own. If this company goes away, I'll tell you this. The reason this is how it goes: Russ Rollins, who's who, oddly enough, is a pretty good friend of mine, and he is the absolute franchise of real radio in Orlando. Been there twenty plus years as the morning guy. He's and, the lead monster, right? He's the main guy, the main dude. He's the bub of the love sponge. He's the main dude. I remember they put him on ninety eight rock for a while after they fired you back in the day. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, did, it didn't work out. So and for so whatever. I mean, they have tried to syndicate them uh, here and there over the years, but it, that doesn't work. But what has worked is his his absolute stranglehold on being number one in Orlando for twenty plus years. Like he like that's that's just he's he's the god over there. And I and I and I talked to Russ. And and I'm like Russ, man. After Kim Kim Guthrie got fired, I actually spoke to her. I'd be like, I'm glad that witch is out of the building. He's like, really, honestly, we never had any. We we really never had much interaction with her, so she didn't really have any bearing on me. So I'm like, how things going money wise? And he's like, well, here's here's how bad it is. So he's been there 20 plus years, Seth, and he's been number one for 20 plus years. 
I mean, it's got to even be more than, I mean, the plus on the 20 bubble's got to be even bigger because I've been in radio 20 years and Russ and the Monsters were well established. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe 25. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's way high. So he goes to them for a, ra- you know, he's, he's, his contract's up. I think he's making like a buck 80, something Woo! like, that. yeah, I think he's making like a buck 80. And he wants like you know two twenty five, two fifty. He deserves it. He deserves every dollar of it. He's been he's you've you've cashed a lot of checks on his back. He's been number one for a long time. He deserves it. Just the natural progression. I mean, my first raise for my heart went. I went from four fifty to six fifty. Was Holy my was, fuck? My, Wait, four fifty at four dollars fifty cents an hour. No, four to fifty thousand a year to six hundred fifty thousand a year. And that was my first contract. Wow. My last contract, I was making two million a year with a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year in bonuses. That's when radio was there. Nobody's going to have those kind of Tampa deals ever again. I'm the last one in Tampa that was had a million dollar contract, like guaranteed. That's going to be the last line of your documentary <laughs> one day. Should be. Yeah. I was the last one to make a million dollars here, motherfucker. I'm the last one that had a million dollar contract. And I'm the last one that got a million bits. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, Russ, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this or not, but I don't think it's really that big of a secret. During negotiations, iHeart said, we absolutely don't have any way we can pay you any more money. Any more, anyway, any, we don't have any, uh, we can pay you what we're paying you for another three years. And and he was like, I, I feel like I'm getting fucked. And they're kind of like, you really don't have any other options because you don't own the material. And so do you know what the compromise was? Yes. What? I do. Because I just came from that building. No, the, it's a different building. No, no, I'm just, from iHeart in general. Okay, go I ahead. I know how they're doing things. All right. Tell more, me. more vacation. Nope. They, he happens to be one of the very few that is allowed to put his show up on his own YouTube channel. And and so they gave him the rights to rebroadcast his show on YouTube. They should have just given him more money. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah. He's got like 35,000 subscribers. No, that's smart. I mean, if he's not going to be able to juice anything out of him, then at least get the ability to try to build up something for yourself. So, But what I'm saying is that doesn't cost them anything. You know, like you don't have to give him a $50,000 raise or a $75,000 raise, you know, and, and you're just basically allowing him to repurpose content, you know, that he's already done for you. But he now, now, mind you, Russ Rollins is a very much an exception here. They don't, they, most people usually don't have the negotiation power that Russ has. You know, they, they had to, they, they couldn't lose Russ, right? But they make you feel like, okay, we can't lose you. So we will, we will let you do your YouTube deal. But if you get too fucking mouthy and think that you can go do it on your own, don't let the door hit you in the ass. Because if you're adamant on this, uh, I need to get 225 this year, we ain't doing it. Well, because they'll go, man, we can do a hell of a lot with that 180000 that you are making right now. Right. And, and we can syndicate, you know, Bob and Tom or some other bullshit for pennies on the dollar. I mean, honestly, right? yeah. I mean, they could hire There are no raises at any radio station in America right now. None. Nobody. No. They'll give you more vacation time. They'll concede other stuff that doesn't cost as much. Probably not even a cost. I don't even know if they do cost of living raises no, anymore. Of course they don't. And and, and, and iHeart's not doing 401k matching anymore. All, I don't know that any radio. I don't even know that any radio companies have any 401k. I don't even know that. Just, they do. I think. I think part of being full time and not making a tremendous amount of money it, is the benefits and and. Bubba, and I know that now from, you know, not having the benefits I had when I worked at Cox. I mean, the 401k match, all that shit. I mean, it's 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 why a lot of people are afraid to leave their jobs is because yeah. of that. Because but, every- that, but that, you know, $60,000, $40,000 co-host job. Uh, you know when you were when when you were really rolling hard with 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 Drew and that sixty to eighty thousand dollar co-host job that you had doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't. Oh no, that's trust me. They did well. They didn't replace me. They well, they and, gave John Senning you know part of what I was making, and right. that was the show. I part. Mean, yeah, I guarantee you, it's forty. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's. I, not, mean, I mean, you know, I mean, so like you know, me paying my co-hosts be you know, let's say. My co-hosts make between thirty-five and forty. That 
in this market for what you have to do and the freedoms that you have and the environment that you work in isn't really that bad and might even be on the high side of this market. Well, Bubba, if you remember, even like when I was trying to get you to bring Anna in originally, I told Anna, I said, Bubba will pay you 15 bucks an hour. I was like, you were only making, I think, 11 or $12 a Cox. I was like, you're getting an instant raise just to get out of there. You know, right. I, I'm, I think it was the same with Red. I mean, you were already paying more money years ago. I mean, it's it, it's just that's just how radio is. It, like I always say, Bubba, if you went in for a job and they were hiring you and they're like, all right, here's what you're going to make. In five years, you're probably going to be either making this or less than this. Would you want that job? And you would go, fuck, no, I don't want that job. I want somewhere where I can grow and have a chance to make more money. And that's essentially what radio is, where most of these people already are just locked in. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but here's the thing. Radio is so bad. And I agree. Agreed. Radio is so bad now that even when you're due a raise because you've been killing it for them for so long, they, there is no twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar monetary raise. There is two more weeks vacation, and you can start your own YouTube channel. Pretty much, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, they, that's that's. And, and then if you're like, "Fuck you, buddy," and they're like, "Okay, then you know what? Fuck you. You're fired." We're going to go, we'll syndicate some with Dan Bonagino or some, fuck, you know, whatever. You know what, though, Bubba? For, honestly, for a lot of these people, though, that are making, you know, 35, 40 grand a year, if you get fired, you can go make that elsewhere in Tampa doing another job. I mean, luckily, you're not at a spot where you're trying to find someone to pay you $100,000, $120,000. If you're making thirty dollars to $40,000, that's pretty much the sweet spot for what they're offering in Tampa, St. Pete, these days for jobs. So you can find something along those lines if you had a desire to get out. Yeah, right. True. But, but it's not – but honestly – but what job's better than this? Well, that's what I was going to say. And that's like, I mean, I, I mean, I, you probably could go work and in as a bartender or as a car salesman or as uh, you know, even at fast food deal if you because they're getting fifteen an hour, you get forty hours a weekend. You know, comparable, maybe a little bit less than here. But I mean, you're fucking working. I mean, your job. I mean, you're being a jobber. Yeah. You're a stray jobber. Meanwhile, on here, you're on the radio, you're cutting jokes, you're getting high, getting here. I mean, you got, I mean, what the fuck? I was a jobber. I was, you know, I was on the, uh, you know, outside world where I wasn't on the radio. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. I was making a little bit of money over there. But it's job. Ain't it? Just straight job. You got, you got somebody to report to. You got, I mean, like, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I had a, I mean, the you cool can't th- have an anxiety attack live on the air or a meltdown. Well, the cool thing was is that <laughs> I, I got to be a boss over there, which was awesome. But I, no, it was, I mean, it's the same shit. You got people bitching at you every day. It's everybody's a, a, you know, a social media expert, even though they hired you. My boss would call me up and yell at me because, uh, you know, some client just yelled at him for something I didn't have anything to do with. And so you know, I was like, fuck these guys. There's, and you never know. You notice here, though, there's no yelling at. The only the only yelling at is live on the air, and we're in, 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 in a lot of it's for effect. Like, there's no yelling Well, here. you know what it is, Bubba? There's no power struggle here, is that on the outside world, everybody, every shitty boss wants power over their employees. And oh. a lot of the smart people don't want. Here, we understand you're in charge. We understand that we work for you. We understand that you're the leader here. So it's not hard. And you're not trying to do a power play on us because every, you're well-established and you're secure. And yeah, you I'm lot, not doing a micromanage, Willie. No, but that's what a lot of people are doing because they don't know how to fucking manage other people. They don't understand that people are different and have other personalities and they're fucking shitty at their jobs. The most of the jobs that I've had, Bubba, have been micromanagers. And I, I can't it's it I go, why do you hire me to do the job if you know so much about this? I don't Just know. do it the fuck yourself. Yesterday probably was my most micromanaged day in a long, long time. I don't know if Rhett's listening or not. Rhett, 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 are you there? He may or may not be available. Uh he probably is not. That's okay. He but, was on the <laughs> side of the road yesterday with the flat. And yeah, yeah. And I had the merch crick come pick go pick him up. Um his mic's on, but I'm here. Do you, are you there? Yeah. I, and so I'm not going to apologize, but yesterday I did very much micromanage. It's the <laughs> most that I've ever been over your shoulder and and not fucked with you, but tried to have input and, and direct you on what I want. And I think yesterday was a very rare date. I never do that. And it was just because we were dealing with a, a topic that we needed to get out time sensitive wise. Yeah, it's okay. Right, I mean, would you agree? Like, I don't fuck with you. No, you don't ever do that. And did was yesterday too much, or can you know? Is every once in a while that's okay, isn't it? 
Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm gathering that he knew the importance of it yesterday, Bubba. I mean, it, look, look, all the Listen, work if, that- I, if I go and sit beside Rhett and I need something edited and I want it, it, it's it's important to me. And and I and I think Rhett over I don't know what have you been here two and a half years or so? Yeah, almost it's three uh, this month. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. Maybe less than five. Yeah. So <clears throat> so in two and a half years, Seth, I've I've you know kind of sat beside him and told him kind of what I wanted or directed him or what. Meanwhile, listen, I see, I got to be honest with you, a couple times he's over there flip-flipping and blop-blopping on these fucking dragon. And, I mean, he's just, he's, he's a fucking whiz well, kid think, on this shit. And I, I actually, I'm, first of all, I could not do any of what he's doing. I, I can just verbally tell him what I want. But I, a couple of times I'm like, this motherfucker really knows what he's doing. And I was kind of impressed. I think Bubba, and I don't know if Fred's hopefully still listening, but I believe that that stuff he's all taught himself over the last couple of years. Yeah, I. Uh, You've Brett, Rhett, Rhett, I gotta tell you, you did yesterday. You were flip flinging and bling bong, and I was like, holy shit! I was I was genuinely impressed. I remember telling the merch crick when I when I got done seeing you, so I'd be like, man, Rhett's pretty fucking good on that shit. So kudos to you, buddy. Thank you. And and not an apology, but please know that yesterday is an anomaly. Is that the right word? Anomaly. Anomaly yeah. in the fact that, you know, very rarely am I over your shoulder, you know, this, that, this, that. Like, I hope you know that because that's not my style. No, I understand. I do. Thank you for being so easy to work with yesterday, buddy. Absolutely. Um, Hell I, of a guy, right? You, you know, and I, remember and, when you fucking call them snags? That was so dumb. See, don't see. Stop with no, that. No, I'm just saying we got you got Brett. Can I go on record by saying I did it? Bring up, re bring up the snags deal. He did. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Well, yeah, I just I was those I was words have never uttered out of my lips since uh, the day, last day I called him snags. I just wanted to bring up that I was I never thought snags fit him because I always knew he was going to turn into the video guru that he is for you right now. He's a fucking. I mean, I love him. I, I didn't. I didn't. Rhett has been the hardest to become friendly to, not on my end, but on his end. Like, he doesn't accept my, like, I feel like what? he's fighting my, our friendship. No, I don't. Yeah. You know. It's possible, Spongeo. Now, Macho Man's just shy. I like Macho Man. I think I, have I given Macho Man an ear grip yet? I think you I have. Yeah. Yeah. Macho, have. I think I gave you an ear grip, didn't I? You got, I think his first one was on Monday. I think, I think I gave Macho a standard, then a reach around, and, and then, uh, then a taco, and then a folder. <clears throat> yeah. I gave him like a three part ear grip. So I love Macho Man. This is a bubble. I mean, I'm t- just from being here the last, I don't know, four days, five days, you got a great, this is a great staff. Oh, yeah. And the studios. They look beautiful, do they not? There's, oh my god! It's just everybody has everybody does their job. Everybody's got everything under control. It's just, I mean, even Lummy. You used to just when I worked on the show before, you just use Lummy as just like a drunk guy, you know, to go move heavy things. And although now look at him, he's got four monitors. He looks like NASA. <laughs> looks like he's fucking bringing in one of Elon Musk's rockets, does it not? I mean, with the with the fucking man bun, and then the way that I saw him tending to the the sheep that are out back. I mean, the guy is really. I mean, he's just a do it all uh, kind. <laughs> A guy and he's a utility motherfucker, yeah, and, and I think he's he's turned into an awesome employee. Well, and, and also Rhett, I think he's really taken like he runs, you know. Be I mean, like he does has a lot to do with Bub Army HQ and all of that. Like I mean, he's like a he's like a little mini programmer in himself, is he not? Yeah, Lummy's a Renaissance man if there ever was. He one. is, and if his wife didn't make so much money, he would make more money here. Well, he's. I mean, I think he. he <laughs> I mean, Lummy's. Lummy's making quite a bit of money compared to, I mean, by Lummy, the, the fish by, business. By Lummy, yeah, well, I mean, the fish, the fish business. He was making a lot. Like was he? Hundreds of thousands. Shut the fuck up. No, no, for real, for real. Wait, when he was doing the fish delivery or some no, other no, shit? No, no, not the fish delivery was a last ditch effort to try to cash in on COVID. Oh, that's right. I forgot COVID <laughs> ruined everything for everybody. Right. And then but, Dan, Dan Diaco was involved in that right, too, wasn't it he? Was, it was a fucking. It was bullshit. Oh, Jesus. But, and Rhett, I think you probably know as much as I do. So if you want to chime in on the deal, but prior to COVID, when he really had his real legitimate fish business, where Cisco and U.S. Foods and these major distributors were buying their fish through Lummy, Lummy made a lot of money. Yeah, they were rolling hard. I mean, Lummy made a lot of money, and then this Peruvian or some fuck 
Was he? Was he? Peruvian? Oh yeah, the Peruvians. They yeah. fucked him over. The they, cartel. They did. They fought. They literally fucked him over. And he couldn't do anything about it. No. Or he would have been beheaded. They would have killed him. Yeah. So he. And he's a dad now. You can't. You know, all of a sudden, little Walker's asking questions. What happens to my dad? He's man bunned out. Well, no, he got killed by the Peruvian fucking mafia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for fucking you know whatever. They still might come back for their piece. Oh, they, they heard game. that. Come in and take some of his uh, BRN salary. Well, now. no, they I heard that. He, they heard that he smuggled a case of salmon when he was uh, getting all the stuff out of there for COVID. They want it back. I'll tell you this right now. You want to get him riled up. He, I, I, I really think I would have to scrape together some money and bond him out of jail because if he saw, if he physically saw Joey Logano out, he would fucking pop, he would turn into that aggressive lummy that we don't know. And that was because when he had the fish delivery business, Logano what let the let the freezer go off and didn't do anything. And kind of did him dirty did him dirty a couple other ways too. Lummy was just always so nice. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to Amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's Amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You know what? I forgot. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he stole some stuff from Lummy. Yeah, oh. he stole, stole, you know, he stole like five pounds of crab or something like that, you know? What about Bye Boy? Have you heard from Bye Boy? Fuck no. Okay. That, I just remember he was on the show when no, I started to. No. Bye Boy? I mean, the show's so locked in. I got, I got the show has got so much the, the talent level on the show now is so much greater. I mean, at one time, man, I was hurting. I, I had Bye Boy, Stone Joey Logano, Part Time Lummy. I think Janessa. Yeah, Janessa. Janessa. <coughs> you were you? No, here? Were I you, was not here with you Janessa. Were, you were not here with Janessa. No, I was here after. Uh, you <coughs> you started off the show with bye boy giving Stone Joey Logano a shower every day. And that wasn't because I was trying to be sexual. Listen, he had his swimming shorts on. Like, it wasn't nude or anything like that. But it was just because he was so fucking greasy. I know. And, he, and he has body odor. And so I have, since I have a facility to be able to offer you a free fucking shower, why not? <laughs> I know, Bubba, but if you just look back on it, and maybe it'll take you longer in your career. And maybe because I've been out of radio and been in the, the sucky-ass real world, it took me getting back into radio. But you had a guy named Bye Boy that was giving a shower to a Stone Joey Logano <laughs> every morning to start the show. I and I remember the smile on Bye Boy's face. And I just I can't get it out of my head. And to me, and most most radio programmers can't even wrap their head around that. Okay, your morning show is going to start their morning show off with a shower. 
most people don't, most radio companies don't even have a shower in their studio. So live from your on-air shower, one of your employees named Bye Boy is going to be given another one of your employees named Stone Joey Logano a shower because one of them has such bad body odor that it's the only way we can tolerate to work with him. And apparently it was the same brush that they used on <laughs> For Stone. For a boat. <clears throat> yeah, the boat or the goats or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, it was the whole, it was a weird energy brush, bubble. Brush, brushes are expensive, Seth. Uh, you try to recycle those if you can. I understand. So there's some, a few barnacles from scraping the hull of your boat, okay? So, hey, listen. So I th- brought in on and red, you know? And now here we are. And now, see, the only thing is everybody's like there's no chance in the world Rhett's going to flake out on me. Fla- Rhett could get a major corporation maybe to offer him double what he's making here to be there, and, and he's out. Uh, you know, Rhett, Rhett may get stolen away from me. But Red ain't gonna leave. I think Rhett appreciates the, the the vibe we got going on here. I think Rhett appreciates kind of the new Bubba. I think I've made some slight changes in my managing skills and my personality. Um, I think I have. I mean, Rhett, am I a little bit? Am I? Am I? I'm think I'm. I think I'm less of a cocksucker than I was before. Yeah, this second time around is the most fun I've ever had, like at any job ever. Right. You know, radio promo was fun, but not when you're making only 10 bucks an hour. Well, and Macho Man, I mean, you've been in radio for a long time and worked for iHeart and worked for and still worked for Bruce and worked for me. And I mean, and I, I know you have one little, you'll have a smart ass little one liner, but honestly, this is probably the coolest vibe of all your engineering jobs. Am I, am I right? Absolutely. I mean, besides before, well, when BJ left uh, the Power Pig 93, that's when we knew it was over. When he walked out the door, and uh, now BJ was a great boss, great boss. Oh yeah, yeah. well you know I and I learned and up, I learned under BJ too. He was a great guy. Then then we had uh, um, uh, Dave Reinhardt, Capucci. Oh, no, Capucci was pretty good too. Yeah, well, um, uh, Bugger. Yep, and then he left, and then it was like Tommy Schmuck rolled in the door, and we knew it was just like forget about it, right? So, but even then, but but I mean, this, this is the most. They, they didn't. You didn't have this environment. I don't think. No, it was. It wasn't. I mean, it was pretty loose, but not this loose. Yeah. So, can I ask Rhett what did? Because I think I was gone already. What made you leave here the first time, and then what made you come, want to come back? He was mad at me about something. Uh, be honest, Rhett. We're friends now. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, we you're, told hold the story. on. Our our. Oh, dog, sorry. I, don't, I honestly our, don't know. No, our it's dog, okay. Our we, dogs are. Listen, to this Rhett. I can't really get rid of you, and you really can't get rid of me. Our dogs are in love. Yeah, they're codependent. I mean, seriously, our dogs are in love. For real, Seth. I bring Bella here to work every day, and if 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 for one day it like, I know, Rhett, like um, yeah. Rhett's, Rhett's not bringing Scout as much. He's bringing in about half as much. Well, my dog gets depressed. My dog gets as much anxiety as Seth Kushner on a power bill. <laughs> well, I heard you. I heard you saved her from the humane. I certainly thought I did. There was bad things that happened to her. Well, no, she just. But no, she's. Oh, she has a great life. But she's fallen in love with Scout, and Scout dry humps her face, mm. and she misses that that dry humping. So Seth. I mean, Rhett, before you leave, before you quit me, you have to realize you're going to have really mentally fuck up your dog. Yeah, I could never do that. Right. So what what, what did you leave over? So I, I told the story a couple months ago, so I'll just I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. I had gone on a camping trip up to Virginia oh, yeah. slash Tennessee with my dad. We went on a riding trip up at the mountains. This is real bad for me. And I had told you ahead of time I wasn't going to have any reception, so I wasn't going to be able to get any yeah. phone calls or texts or anything like that. Uh, well, before I had left... This is the old bubble, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> before I had left, there were a couple of days of content on YouTube. I think it was like three weekdays. YouTube when our YouTube numbers completely sucked and it um, really didn't really matter. I, I didn't I didn't schedule enough stuff, basically, is what had happened. And by the time you found out, I was already out of range. So you were texting me and calling me and motherfuckering me and, you know, you're a piece of shit. You've really ruined this. And oh, then my God, Bubba. Yeah, I, know, I, uh, I know, I know. I, I, I had someone reach out to me and say, hey... Uh, I wasn't supposed to be back till Wednesday. You guys were back on the air Tuesday, I believe. Uh, somebody and, what, me- and what was it? Well, I mean, what could be that important? The only thing that we've had that's been that important recently was yesterday, the Hogan tape. That's yeah, it, it wasn't. It was just because there was missing days. There was just some bullshit missing days, it was, right? I had, I had put up like a head PE interview, and you're like, nobody wants to see that shit. <laughs> well, uh, I, I probably was right on that. So somebody. Seth, give, give, give me a second on that one. I mean, they had a great song, Bartender, but the man is right. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so I got my phone back, and I open up. I see all these texts from you, and then all these group chats that are like, where the fuck is Rat? Where is this guy at? Nobody can get a hold <laughs> of him. And everybody's explaining that they couldn't get a hold of me either. And then uh, I got a message that you had scheduled a mandatory meeting for that Tuesday when I wasn't going to be back until Wednesday. And I was told that if I was not there, I probably was not going to have a job to come back to. So I had to drive down what a, a, a day early to go to that meeting. And at the meeting, you basically said, like, fuck you, Rhett. You've ruined this. You've completely railroaded us on YouTube. Holy I don't shit. understand how you could possibly think putting in the situation, putting us in this situation is okay for what we're trying to do here. It was, it was a lot of that. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm so cool with Rhett that I already have the two days in January that he needs off on my calendar. The 19th. <laughs> uh, hold on, I got the 19th and the 22nd on my calendar of Ju- of January of 2024. It says Rhett off. You know what? Thank you. I mean, Rhett, that's I've gone from being a like I even already have that on my schedule that you need those two days off, uh, uh, approved and paid. I give paid days off. I give like Rhett didn't make it for two days. Well, one one and a half days with the tow gate and then the t- blown out tire gate and paid him for both and gave him my smart car. Now I know it's not the best thing in the world, but gave him my smart car to drive back and forth until he gets his truck fixed. Oh, you're, the perks are fucking great around here, Bubba. I mean, you got. I mean, it, I needed some something for my rash. You had it. I mean, uh, you know, Rhett needs a car. You got it. I mean, every it's all there. Rhett, what'd you think about that smart car? <laughs> it's honestly fucking awesome. Like, it is. I, I mean, it's a little thing. I, I drove it to the Lightning game a few nights ago, and a couple of, uh, p- the people really put it over. That's my favorite thing about it is that like just going up to the gas station or something. You know, people stop. And they're laughing at you, but I don't know. It's still pretty fun. Have, have you hit the lights yet on it? Yeah, oh, yeah you got to hit the lights yeah. because when you hit the lights, then it takes away a little I bit. Dro- it takes a little bit of the sting away. They're I like, drove it to my mom's shit, house. Holy shit, that's a light machine. I drove it to my mom's house, and I called her a few minutes before, and I'm like, hey, have you seen what the fuck is in your yard? I said, you need to come outside immediately and take a look at this. So she came out, and I ran around the corner honking the horn with the lights on. <laughs> yeah, looks like a, I mean, like, it literally looks like some white trash guy won the lottery, and he, and he, and he invested in the Wheel and Light emergency company. <clears throat> it's got so many lights on. It, it, has, it has more lights than a cop car. It really does. Do you know, I, you let me use that car also. I don't know if my car flooded out because of a tropical storm, but I took that car to St. Pete a few times. I drove yeah. it around. Now, it's a handful when it's windy across the bridge. I will tell you that. But, but it, it's other nice. Than, other than that, it'll get you around point A to point B. It's nice if you like really smushed in cars, you know? Right. I mean, it can only be you and Phoebe or you and little Phoebe Cakes. Like, it, you you couldn't take... I mean, I guess you could you could throw her in the back, but I it, wouldn't, mean, be, it yeah. wouldn't be safe. I barely got my backpack in there, Bubba, but it's okay. You, uh, I got a Ford Fusion now, so, I mean, I'm on top of the world. That's how you roll? Oh, yeah. And you know what? I, there's no time for it right now, but I have two toe stories, and I told you one of them, Bubba. I don't remember it was on, on the podcast we did or just off the air, but I have two very, very similar stories to Rhett uh, about getting towed and getting completely shaken down out of $500. Did you did you get the apartment complex to pay to pay your shit or was it were you in the wrong? No, uh, they. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, was it me or Rhett? Both. I think actually, I think the, I think the outcome is the same for both. You both. Yeah. Uh, you both got told uh, fuck off. No, pretty much, Bubba. What I the first time, I, and I'm going to save this for the next podcast. Okay, this is a big. This is going to be next year. Big T's Willie. The first time I went, the cops came. I told you that I got into it with the tow truck lady. And Phoebe was getting into it with her, and the cops came, and when she was slamming my arm in the window, there was that time they towed my car because I didn't have a sticker on it. Then, a few days later, they come back and tow my car again because they said my tags were expired. My fucking tags! Because some asshole ripped off my sticker, and it says it's from 2022. Well, guess what? I'm not even driving the motherfucking car, and it's not to a tow truck truck driver to steal that shit no what was the ruling on that the uh they they only charged us 150 bucks to only get it back from when that. it should have cost nothing i know yeah when the motherfucker should not have hooked you to begin with because they're not the law they they, they don't enforce you know expired register since when has fuck face johnny tow truck driver get to be the guy that determines that your expired tag now is officially a towable vehicle and i gotta right t- and, well, listen it's a horrible feeling to come out in the morning this is when i was working at you know the sports station so i'm coming out at 4 30 in the morning trying to figure making out 15 an hour making, fucking 
not feeling so good about yourself. Rash on your dick. Your dick's in like a little elevator button. Things aren't going so good. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably put all that I in. I wish I was making 15 an hour then. And then you go down and you try to figure out, was my car Where's towed? my car? Was my car towed or was it repossessed? That's what Or you're- stolen. Oh, well, it's not... That's always the last one because I hope that it gets stolen. Right. Someone steal my car and drive it into a fucking lake, okay? Right. I don't give a shit. Right. But, you know, then you call and then the, the, the dispatcher tells you, you know, where it is. And then Phoebe starts yelling at her. I'm like, easy. She didn't tow the car. Yeah. You know, so. It's not the dispatcher's problem. No, but they catch a lot of strays, Bubba. That's a, that's got to be a tough job to be an overnight tow dispatcher. You just pretty much are getting yelled at. Oh, the dispatcher for the tow company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh, not yeah. an easy job. Yeah. I, I've apparently told the whole story, but. I will tell you this in the new year. Well, hold on. Did the cop? You said the cops wrenched your arm around. And the, I mean, did they have you in custody? They told me that I was facing um, felony, trespassing, and something else. There was two, uh, two felonies that I had committed, and she she committed misdemeanor battery on me. I'll say no more. No more. And then uh, the Pinellas Park Police took it from there. Oh, the Pinellas Park police fucked with me one time so bad. Oh my god! Did so, they? Oh my god! It's on my it's on my driving record. If you'd pull it up, but so <clears throat> I get this brand new. It's back when I was a big slinging jet, slinging dick. I, I think I was on ninety eight rock. Yeah, I was on ninety eight rock, and I was living in this temporary house overall near over kind of near where you know like forty ninth and Olmerton. I'm sorry, forty ninth and um and uh, and nineteen. Like it, it was called the the lakes. And it's just like this standard little, you know, suburbia kind of deal. And it was like, back then it was like 1100 a month for a three-bedroom house. And I, I had to live there for a year while my mansion was finishing. Because it takes like two and a half years to build a mansion. Okay. Okay. So Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I need no to know that. You, you did. You will. Someday. And so, and at least maybe on trivia night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So... Um, I had I sold my house in Palm Harbor way faster than I thought it would sell. Sold it like in three weeks. So now I for a year and a half I need like to I have I I got a place to live for eighteen months. So I put, I pick out this place over there in in, in Pinellas Park. And kind of over there by Steak and Shake or Steak and Lube Quaker Steak and oh, Lube. Oh yeah of, yeah yeah. Kind of over in that area. And so I'm sponsored by Jim's Harley. And so they're like, hey, your new Harley's in because they, 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 they customized it and put Bubba Army shit on it and had, you know, big ape hangers and, you know, bigger, wider tie. It was just they, they just, you know, they, they made it to Bubba Army, uh, you know, uh, fat boy. Right. Right. So I, so I go to pick it up and um, and I'm driving home. And now on a har- on this on this year's Harley. On almost every other motorcycle, when you when you when the, when it starts, when the motorcycle starts, the front light automatically comes on. Like there's not an off switch for your front light. There's a high and a low beam, but there's not an off switch. Like it just it runs all the time. Well, in this particular year of Harley, they actually had an option where the front light turned off. But in all the years of riding motorcycles, from Goldwings to Harleys, I've never had to worry about turning the front light on because the front light is just usually on by default. Okay. In everything I've ever driven. So I'm driving home. I'm literally, listen to this, I'm literally um, maybe a half a mile from, from my driveway. And <clears throat> so... um. And I have my girlfriend Holly with me, the girl that wiped my ass. Remember the girl that, you know, I, I was so fat that she had to wipe my ass with a beach towel? No, no. I remember Holly from hearing her about the radio, but not the thing she had to do. Yeah. <clears> Holy. <throat> that's, that's a whole other show. Poor so, girl. I was so fat, I couldn't wipe my own ass, so I would shit, and then I would go and lean over the couch, and she would then wipe my ass for what me. What in the fuck did she get out of that relationship? She was a hell of a woman. I cheated on her. Oh my God, Bubba! So anyway, come on. I know, buddy. I'm a real piece of shit, dude. That is low. That's low. Piece of shit. Oh man. Do we have to really sit here for this Harley story? Yes, motherfucker. All right. So the next thing I know, (laughs) I'm driving. I'm almost home. My I guess my front light isn't on. I didn't know. It's 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 three o'clock in the afternoon. You don't know if your fucking lights on or not. 
right? Uh, fuck yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on I mean, with my no, car, no matter what time of day. True, but I'm just saying, like, you know, even if your front lights are on, you can't see at in June at 3 in the afternoon on a sunny fucking day. You don't know if your front lights are on or not. Preach. So all, next thing I know, right behind me. By the way, Pinellas Park is a whole nother fuckery of police agency compared to, like, listen, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, no problem. Clearwater, no problem. Fuck St. Pete, no problem. Tar- um, Tarpon Springs, no problem. Largo, mm, they're all right. Pinellas Park, straight fuckery. They're a little bullshit agency, and they're mad as hell. They, <laughs> they're because, not in St. Pete. Yeah, because they don't have the equipment that St. Pete and Pinellas County has. It's straight jobber. It's, str- it's like doing overnights on radio. It sucks. It's like being a board op and not even having your own show. Like, you know, I don't even know that, they're, they, that they issue ammunition with their guns at Pinellas Park. Oh, man. <clears throat> so I get pulled over. I knew the guy's name at one time. I think he's dead now. I'd go piss on his grave if I could. So he pulls me over. I got me and my girlfriend on there. And at that time, I, at that time, <clears throat> um, at that time, I think you had to have a helmet, I think. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And, um, I, and I had a helmet and she had a helmet. And and so he goes, do you know why I pulled you over? And I go, no, I don't. This is a brand. I got a temporary tag on it. I just picked it up from the dealership. I'm the spokesperson for it. You know, at that time, you know, my driver's license said Bubba the Love Sponge. So he knew who the fuck I was. He pulls me over. He runs my driver's license, comes back, gives me a ticket. He goes, I'm giving you a ticket because you don't have a running uh, a, a headlight that is that's on. And it's the Florida state law, nine, six or four, six or five, six or that you have to have a running light at a running front light at all times on a motorcycle. Oh, ran into an MJ fan. I see. Yes, exactly. So I go, well, officer, this is, this is a brand you can see it's got seven miles on it. Maybe I'm not familiar with it. Maybe, maybe. And so he goes, well, let's see. So we start flipping some switches. Well, sure enough, there's the front light switch. So it works. Okay, so I go, officer, can't you see that I just didn't have the switch on? You can see I got seven miles. I got a temporary tag, and this is an honest mistake. He goes, ah, that's okay. Gives me the fucking ticket. Well, I, <laughs> well, I tell him, I tell him, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. This is absolutely bullshit that you're doing it. And I tell him, Seth, I'm Bubba the Love Sponge. I'm the morning man on 98 Rock, and I am going to fucking light you up tomorrow. I tell him that. He goes, okay, well, whatever, whatever, whatever you need to do there, <laughs> Officer uh, Bubba Klim. So I get back on my uh, bike. Now, I put my helmet on, but I literally got from here to maybe 7-Eleven to go. He pulls me out right outside my subdivision, literally from here to 7-Eleven before I get to my driveway, okay? So I put my helmet on, but I don't strap it. Like I don't. Oh you know, I no! Just, you got a dangly. Yeah, I just dangle. I just it's just dangling. I'm gonna probably go a total of 15 miles an hour. I got to make one right turn and one left turn, and then there's literally my fucking driveway. So I I'm like you mother. I'm fucking mad at him. I pull out of there. I hit the garage door. I got a little clicker. Garage door goes up. I get off. Next thing I know, he's with the, he's got both of his lights going. <laughs> this is crazy. And he's in my fucking driveway now. <laughs> and I go, what? And he goes. Uh, I'm going to issue you another ticket for not having your helmets secure. Gave me another fucking ticket for not having our helmets secure. I go, are you fucking kidding me? You knew that I was literally only going to be driving, you know, a quarter of a mile home, never went over 15 or 20 miles an hour, and you're you're a chicken shit. Like I, like I literally said this, uh, Seth. I, I said, you're, cops can't throw you in jail for, for words. I mean, you're already two tickets deep yeah. anyway. I'm like, you're a chicken shit motherfucker. You are an absolute fucking pussy. <clears throat> and uh, I lit him up the next day, and then I got Kevin to get it thrown out. <laughs> Well, don't you know? We don't want to piss on his grave, then you know. It's- I do. I want to piss on that guy's grave because that guy—that's the guy that gives you know that gives regular cops uh, you know a bad rap, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean that you know that's mo- true. That, that's- that and the ones that sh- that shoot other people. <clears throat> true. Yeah, the ones that'll pull you over for not wearing a helmet strap, and the ones that shoot other people give cops a bad name. Well, sometimes these people deserve to be shot. Oh no! Though. Listen, I agree. This is not. I'm not. This. I'm. This is not a woke agenda. I'm just saying. You know, sometimes people get killed. 
you know, sometimes you know, people are afraid of those are afraid of cops because of those reasons. Now, before we let everybody go, uh, please continue to be a daily downloader of 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 our of our podcasting world. Um, but Seth, I mean, what what are your BARP parameters? I, I don't. Need, I, I don't know, um, <clears throat> Bubba. I we got mean, Tate's Pizza on that Thursday, six to eight. You need me to pick that up? <clears throat> no, we're it, we go there and have a little courtyard. We have a party there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. So Thursday, six to eight, we have like a it's, it, and it's free, free drinks and food. And then Friday, we do a Bubba One Ninety Nine. Now I gotta tell you, that might get you a little anxiety out because I know you, uh, and so I if if. I, I would excuse you from that if you didn't want to attend that. And then Barb's what Saturday? And then Barb's on Saturday. Oh, that's a you've made it a, a whole a whole weekend. Yes, and and don't forget Brandon the Quad, you know, gets fucked on uh, Thursday. That's the that's like the uh, like the lighting of the Olympic torch that start the <laughs> ceremonies. Branding, you know, now he's fucking a guy and a girl. This he's two girls and a guy. Okay, and he's and he's prepared to take cock. When can we talk to him soon? Yeah, uh, tomorrow. I mean, we could probably talk to him well, tomorrow, maybe. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, oh goodness gracious, uh, uh, Rat. Do you know? Are you available? Are you know? Are we doing parody song of the year tomorrow? Okay, perfect. I, I I gotta think that we potentially might be doing that parody parody song of the year for tomorrow for tomorrow's show. I'm very hands off the production of the show. All right. Well, you can get more. Well, I know I just I don't know what's going on yet. I'm still trying to get a feel for everything, so. Yeah, yeah I'm at trip. You just worry about the podcast. Get those numbers up, okay, buddy? Yeah, listen everybody, can you just download multiple podcasts even if you've heard them cuz I need that bonus. This is uh, yet another fine example of Clem and Kush. The second most listened to franchise in the Bubba Army podcasting world. What's number one? I don't know. No, we're one. Well, I was trying to make us number two to give people incentive to keep downloading this to make us number one. It was a ploy, and you fucked it up. Well, they can download everything else. The numbers are the numbers, baby. I make them shiver. Their knees get weak. Whenever I'm around, they see me walk. I make them feel like they're all cloud nine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. It's your heart I